0: Welcome to another episode of Yesterday's Capers. I'm Abdullah Molim, and every week I'll be bringing you the very best shows from the past that the world has to offer. It's the last episode before we break to Christmas, but we're going out with a bang, a little shake, and perhaps a twist and a shout. Yes, we've got a musical-themed episode for you guys, and we're going to put the Chipmunks up against Josie and the Pussycats. And we've got a real Christmas cracker of a main event for you as we take a look at the Beatles cartoon. Yes, they had a cartoon and it was... It was I. And maybe we'll chat about the Beatles themselves and why they are the greatest to ever do it. And without further ado, let's get started. And joining me as ever with a scowl and frown on his face and Rolling Stones Stan. It's producer Paul. How's it going, man? You good? Right. Let's uh let's let's get started. And um we're gonna start with Josie and the Pussycats. So they made their TV on-screen debut uh, September 1970. And some of the things happening in the world. You had Marxist Salvador Allende winning a narrow Plurality of votes in Chile's presidential election. Anwar Sadat replaces Gamal Abdel Nasser as acting Egyptian president. Jimi Hendrix died in London at the age of twenty-seven from an overdose of sleeping pills. Torah, Torah, Torah was in the cinemas.
1: Is that a Jewish film?
0: No, because it's not spelt with a H. Oh, but I have no idea what it is. But it's just. Fun to say. Torah, Torah, Torah!
1: Uh, I I honestly thought it was about the Jewish scripture. Nah, I don't think it is.
0: And War by Edwin Starr was number one in the charts. What is it good for? Uh, Absolutely. Nah, I think. There you go. You know he lived in uh, Sheffield after the release of this song.
1: Why would you move to Sheffield unless you like steel?
0: I don't know, but yeah, like, after his career, because obviously it was a one-hit wonder. And I don't think he had another hit after that. And so, yeah, he had, like, a big following here in England.
1: I mean, I only knew of the song, I think, when Rush Hour came out. Of course, yeah. Of course,
0: yeah. But, um, yeah, he moved to Sheffield and lived there until he's passing, I think, in 2003. So, Josie and the Pussycats. So, this is a teen humour comic book about a fictional rock band created by Dan DiCarlo and published by Archie Comics. It first was published in 1962, I mean 1963, until 1982. And since then, one-shot issues have appeared on an irregular basis. And a second series set in the new Riverdale universe was launched in September 2016. And then Hanra and Barbera adapted it into a cartoon. And obviously, there was a live action motion picture in 2001. And actually, there was a a girl group with the, the same name, who were meant to be like the real life incarnation of... Josie and the Pussycats and it was made up of Kathy Douglas, Patrice Holloway and Sherry Moore and they actually managed to release six singles between 1970 and 1971 and their sound was actually modeled on the 60s Detroit acts like the Jackson 5 and Hot Wax Records whatever that means and yeah so Josie and the Pussycats became like a big not, not a big thing, but kind of uh, a thing enough where they were making music groups out of them and having the the music and the singing, and then obviously following the same way as, like, I don't know, Diane Ross and the Supremes and the Dream Girls or that sort of style of music. And uh, there was actually a standoff between the makers of Josie and the Pussycats and Hannah and Barbera. Because Hannah and Barbera wanted it to be an all-white girl group. But... I was going to ask about that. Yeah, they uh, they obviously weren't particularly high on uh, Valerie, who is the the black girl who plays the uh, tambourine in the group. And so they were like, yeah, make it all white. Because it's all right. But the makers were like, no, this is Josie and the Pussycats. Either you... Except this, or we'll take our uh, business elsewhere. And so Hanna and Barbera are like, all right, we're going to we'll, make uh... Scooby Doo then. <laughs>
1: Steal all your characters and
0: drop the black girl." Well, no, this was all. As, well, Scooby Doo was already out by uh, the seventies. Scooby Doo was sixties.
1: Really? Okay, so I have one of my notes. Is is it Scooby Doo Mark One? Well, no, because they all the characters are in Josie and the Pussycats.
0: No. They're similar, but I don't think it's same. They're them. literally exactly the it's same. It's not exactly
1: the same. What's, it, what's that geezer's name? John, is it John? What geezer? Alex? I don't know which we'll one. Get to that Shaggy. In,
0: we'll get to that shortly. Right. And so, uh, yeah, so... uh Hannah and Barbera relented and they stuck with the same, uh, same ca- sort of characters. And uh, a fun fact, actually, about the 2001 film, speaking of Valerie, Beyoncé... Elia and Lisa Lefty Lopez all auditioned for the role of Valerie Brown in the 2001 film. But the the makers or or people who wanted to make the film said that they wanted someone who knew how to do comedy. And they rejected Beyonce because they thought she was quiet and shy. They rejected Elia because they thought she was serious and thoughtful. They auditioned Lisa Lefty Lopez twice, but they thought it wasn't going to work out and so they actually went with Rosario Dawson oh. who who's like a really famous actress and she's been in quite a few things and so yeah back to uh, the 1970 Josie and the Pussycats let's um, so for example the characters so you got the uh, the lead singer who's Josie obviously she's a redhead She's a leader. She's the lead vocalist. She's songwriter, plays the guitar. She's very sweet, level-headed, the stable and the center of the group where chaos is always surrounding her. And a fun fact about Janet Waldo, who was the voice of Josie, she was also the voice of Judy Jetson from the Jetsons and Penelope Pitstop. Oh, really? Yeah. And then you've got Melody, who's the drummer for the Pussycats, and she's like the cute blonde one, quite a sing-song voice. She's very like absent-minded, bubbly sort of character. She's all like, oh, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I actually quite liked her as a character. Normally characters like that get on my sweet, but I actually quite liked Melody. I thought she played the part very, very well. And then we have Valerie Brown, who was the first African-American female cartoon character on a regular animated television series. This was fairly a, a big a big deal. And obviously, yeah, she performs backup vocals, occasionally sings lead. She's the the one who's really good at science. She's a skilled auto mechanic. She's always saving the day. So basically, without Valerie... They're all useless. And then you've got Alexander, who is not too dissimilar from Shaggy. He's very temperamental. He's very cowardly. And he's the not too dependable manager. And he's always doing crazy schemes, crazy promotional schemes. Gets the band in trouble. He always wears sunglasses so you don't really see his eyes. And he's always dressed in typically flamboyant and expensive clothing. And then you got Alexandra, who is the brother of Alexandra, who's the brother of Alexander. She's cynical. She's hateful. She's got a crush on Alan, but Alan only has eyes for Josie. And she's really jealous of the Pussycats because she wants to be one of them. And, yeah, she never really says anything nice. She's always trying to, like, always get in the way of the pussy cats, and always tries to do get up to no good. And then you've got Alan, who is not too dissimilar from Fred in Scooby-Doo. I don't know why you're shaking your head. He's nothing like... You wait until I unload on this. <laughs> yeah, he's sort of like the self-appointed uh, group leader. I've got here on my notes, similar to that of Fred Jones from Scooby-Doo. Similar to that. So though, yeah, those are the uh, characters and uh, away you go. Right, so I gave this, but you've actually,
1: it's actually good listening to you because I, I was about to give the show the benefit of the doubt. Now, no benefit of the doubt. It's just like, I thought that this was Scooby-Doo Mark 1. I thought Scooby-Doo followed this. And they adapted the characters. Knowing that they're they're, they're side by side, what were Hannah and Barbera thinking? First of all, I'm pretty sure that the voice actors were the same for Shaggy and for Alexander. Yeah. Right? Fred and for... What's his chops? Alan. Right? Same voice. Got to be the same voice actors. I don't think so. Yeah, come on, man. I don't
0: think so, (laughs) mate.
1: I don't think so. (laughs) Honestly, and then the, the cat... Was like, uh, but he's all... literally
0: the same as uh, Scooby Doo. But... No, but you could say he's the same as Muttley. You could say he's the same as all other animal yeah, he's creatures like a hybrid, in all of the films. He
1: was a hybrid between Muttley and Scooby Doo.
0: Asriel has a giggle in uh, the Smurfs. You also got Muttley in Dastardly and Muttley. It's it's typical. It's the hallmarks of Hanna and Barbera, and that's why. We're gonna do a Hannah and Barbera special straight after Christmas and we're gonna break it all the way down. But, come on, man, you gotta back me up. The,
1: these characters are Fine, literally the same characters Okay,
0: they're Shaggy's not the got, same. He's, they're Shaggy,
1: similar. The, Alexander is exactly the same voice actor as Shaggy. He speaks the same. He's he looks exactly the same apart from a different he, colour yikes, hair. Scooby! He, it's like Yikes, Josie! Um to to know that they were out at the same time? That's shocking, like it's like, how did they even get away with that?
0: Easily, it's there. It's 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 Hanna Barbera. I guess they can do what they like. No, they can do what they like. But what I'm saying is, it's very lazy. It's. I think, I think part of it was they wanted to freshen up Scooby Doo, in a way because I think they felt that the Scooby Doo character and the Scooby Doo gimmick, whatever, was getting old. Was getting stale, and so they thought, let's try and. I mean it's not as like if Josie and Pittscats had a long run anyway. They literally had like what fifteen episodes and they were done. And mm-hmm. they did a couple of episodes of them being in space and then that's it. Yeah,
1: I mean it wasn't like for me, I I, I was like It wasn't something that I was hung up Hanal
0: Barbero emotionally invested in, really.
1: Yeah, I mean I never watched it as a kid. I knew what, never even heard of it. I think when later on I definitely knew it existed at some point. I don't know when, but I didn't but I didn't know that it was literally like the same characters. And that was, for me, I was like, like I said, when I was watching it, I gave it a benefit of the doubt. I didn't do any research into the background of it, thinking that it was out first. Scooby-Doo followed it and they built on that and they moved on. Knowing that that it was the same time and that it wasn't like kind of a build on that, it's taken away a lot of points for me.
0: The thing about this is it's part of their own family like if you look at all of the Hanna-Barbera cartoons not even some all of them they have a very similar set pattern
1: and set formula yeah yeah, but what i'm saying is they look the same and they sound the same with the same voice actors and the same temperaments right
0: like it's, well no, no not no, the no, same voice actors yeah it literally they might have the same characteristics and the same vibes literally the same voice it's actors it's not the same voice actor
1: i'm going to imdb this but what i'm saying is it's like the simpsons doing the sompsons or something like that, and then just having the same characters over again with different colour hair. The Thompsons, <laughs> yeah, like nice Sideshow Bob um, episode. But this for me. It was too close to the characters. But why is that a problem? Because it's not the same show. Of course, it's a different show. But they what sing, what... <laughs> they sing. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So why? But why not make all new characters that are completely different? different they got different color hair who is alexandra similar to who, which one's alexandra
0: she's the girl who's i like, know uh, no, she's a, she, but who she's is she similar no, but to? she's
1: on the outside like she's but she's part of the group but she's part of the group But she doesn't like the group
0: who is she, she keeps Melody us, similar to daphne but what about josie who's she similar to velma there? what about valerie who's she similar to I don't know who's Valerie
1: is now. <laughs> I've run out of stairs. There you go. Which one's Valerie? <laughs> Valerie the black one. Oh no, but they... That's Who what, is Valerie no, similar to? No, but what I thought was that they had Hannah Barbera... You know what? Fine.
0: You know what? Let's, you know what, let's, do, let's just do this. And let's make it nice and simple. We'll get the Scooby-Doo characters. Yeah. We'll get the Joseph Pisscat characters. And we'll draw parallels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. We've got... We've got... Let's start with uh, Scooby-Doo. The dog. It's got to be the cat. Because that's Sebastian the animal. is the name of the cat. Okay. You know what? I'm not giving you that because you could say that with all the characters in Hanna Barbera. They've all got, <laughs> yeah. And was all like that in all and Barbera cartoons.
1: All right, so we'll take away the cat. We'll take away the dog. Then fine. Like, you got you got Shaggy and
0: Alexander. Yeah, they're the same. Exactly the same. Okay, Alan and Fred. Exactly the same. Okay. Yeah. Who is? Okay, I've got Scooby Doo on this hand. Okay, who is Daphne similar to? Melody Melanie what's her name? you you mean the blonde one? the blonde one yeah I know
1: that the, 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 the characters are slightly different pretty sure they're the same
0: but I don't think Daphne is like an airhead like Melody is no she's not she's a little bit more so then why are they similar? No,
1: okay no, carry, we'll carry on and then I'll, okay. I'll explain who,
0: okay who is, who is Velma similar to? the redhead only because you've got redhead that is nowhere <laughs> near good enough nowhere <laughs> near good enough I'll I'll bail you out. Valerie and Velma are very similar. They're both solving the mystery, they're both always figuring it out in the end. Right. All right, and now we've got Alexandra, who is the the boss or whatever. Oh no,
1: okay, so we're going to have is she
0: similar to in Scooby Doo.
1: No, cuz we've run out of characters
0: in Scooby. No, Do. we haven't. Yeah, but you but your but, but your whole thing is that Scooby Doo and Joseph Pussycat main... are identical.
1: No, 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 I didn't say they're identical. I said the two the characters are too similar. So, who's the main character in Scooby Doo apart from Scooby Doo? Shaggy. Right, Alexander. But he's not the same. But he's right. not the main character. He literally exactly the same. And then who's the main? Who's the other guy? The main guy. Fred. Fred and Alan. Yeah, exactly. And then you got the two girls. But that's it. The two girls are similar as well. But then. There's differences. Yeah, there are, what, what I'm saying is that they're, there's too similar
0: to not draw a direct comparison. Maybe, but I think there's enough of a difference in the two shows.
1: Okay, right, okay. we're Me and you are not di- agreeing with this. Let's have like a text in, not because well, I'm not going to get it, like a tweet us, find out... Is Shaggy the same as Alexander? And is it lazy? I'm not
0: saying that they're not the same. I'm saying they are very similar. I don't think The it's... two shows are very similar. Like, in my head, Josie and the Pussycats is Scooby-Doo the musical. However, I think in Josie and the Pussycats and in Scooby-Doo, there are enough differences. There's enough to differentiate between the two that you can stick out.
1: I think as a, car- a
0: cartoon... Case in point, the singing... <laughs> Okay, but the, the
1: cartoons yes right the, the two cartoons they're, they're enough of a difference to what to be a separate thing, entity but what I'm saying is the characters are the same in both
0: there are similar characters yes but there are there are characters in Josie and the Pussycats that you don't get in Scooby-Doo and vice versa yeah so I like Scrappy-Doo and yeah but the, he came uh, quite a lot later the other white ghost dog doggy thing I don't know who that is no, 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 but I'm
1: just saying like the core characters, like the, just a couple of them, like they, they literally, honestly, this is what the the animator literally was like, copy, paste, <laughs> copy, well, paste. Well, they don't look it. Change colour of hair, change colour of, put sunglasses on this one and we're done.
0: But I do think that back then it was fine, I guess.
1: Yeah, but like,
0: come on. You, nobody's going to look at it and like the way we're doing it with a fine comb going... Right, you're like him, you're like him, she's like him, she's like her.
1: No, granted, but I just think it's like, um, it was way like, I was like, this is literally, it was off-putting for me that they were the same characters in this show, but playing
0: different roles, you know? But they were singing. And they had some really cute And they weren't even
1: good at singing.
0: Of course they were.
1: Come on, man! I think that's a whole. That's one of my notes. They're supposed to be a band, and their music's rubbish. Well, did you actually watch a lot of episodes? I, did, I watched like three, four. And okay, then that, wa- was it the Captain Nemo?
0: Let's, uh, yeah, let's. I think that segues nicely into episodes. Let's talk about some of the episodes of We Just a, and the Prison Cats that we did watch.
1: We just had a twenty-minute argument.
0: <laughs> that's great. Good stuff. I'll take it all light and post anyway. And make it sound like I'm right. I'll fix it. I'll fix <laughs> Did you like it the show? Post.
1: Harsh cut. Yeah. Harsh
0: cut. <laughs> What's that? Your mic is shaking again. I had to get rid of it. Sorry. <laughs> right. Take it away with the episode breakdown.
1: Right. Let me go first because mine's going to be worse than yours. But. Was, I think so are I'll, you telling
0: me you didn't like Josie and
1: the Pussycats then? I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not a... her. <laughs>
0: um, I'm delighted to announce that this week, <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats wins the head to head. I watched the pilot. It
1: was like something about Nemo. Something finding Nemo.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you watch the pilot? I watched it a long time ago, but I didn't go back to did, watch it now. Oh,
1: because the, the, so you can, the um, bad guy... Looks like Arthur Daly from Minder
0: <laughs> It's one
1: of my first notes that I wrote down um uh, yeah, and then the jealous woman well, women jealous women
0: i don't I don't remember the pilot to be honest um so the
1: whole point of the pilot was um they had to find this bad guy oh and they they had these computer tapes. And they were, they were looking for these computer. I am not sure if this was a pilot. I think this might have been an episode afterwards. But the pilot the pilot was finding this guy called Nemo, and they and he was under the water, and there is a base, and I've forgotten the premise of it. Yeah. Um, but on another episode, they had this um, force field thing that, and he had this this scientist had the plans for it, and he had to um, kind of put it into Melody's head. No, he wanted to put it onto someone's head, right? And then Melody accidentally picked up this thing, so that the, his thoughts and his plans went into her head, <laughs> 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 to 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 keep it safe from the baddies. Yeah, but um, because they were listening to seashells, and they're like, "Oh, I can hear the sea." And she picked up this the thing by mistake, and all the information went into her head. Anyway, and there was they were saving it on. Uh, they're like, "We've got to get the computer tapes." And do you remember, like, back in the day, there was like um literally tapes of data uh. on a on a computer and they would do like a so and it just kind of made me laugh as how now you know we're sitting here with what four computers in a room and each of them are like tiny mm. and they were looking for these like anyway um, it just made me laugh at how important these tapes were that was like the size of a car wheel um, and they held, held, probably held like one megabyte of data on it um, and I had I thought look, there's like a sign of the times, and I thought soon as um, Peloton got in trouble uh, just recently for making a, um, a sexist video about how women should lose weight all the time. Well, that was a flack they got anyway. Um, they the the women this thing the, the the goons were kind of chasing the the women through this thing through the gym. Yeah, and they went into the ladies' gym bit right, and they the the, the goons didn't even want to go in there. They wanted to kill them, but like, I'm going to wait until they get out. And then when they were in the gym, these ladies, and they were like, oh, welcome to the weight reduction class. And is it were... the same episode? No, no, it's a different episode. I moved on when, we, when I talk about the force field.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, the... the hell kind of episode is this? And all of a sudden, okay. Um, so
1: they're chasing the melody because she's got all the information in her head and they know about it better now. Um, yeah, and that's what I wrote down.
0: That didn't even make any kind of <laughs> sense whatsoever. I knew you wasn't concentrating.
1: I was concentrating.
0: But... Okay, so the episodes I watched, a green thumb is not a gold finger. So, because of Alexandra, they the band think that they're heading to Nashville for a gig, but they end up in the Amazon rainforest and they encounter an evil botanist called Dr. Green Thumb. And so they're basically running away from him and... What they do is they basically foil his big plans and they make sure that the authorities get to him. And then in the end, he says, I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Oh, see. See what? It's got nothing to do with got anything. It's got nothing to do
1: with exactly the same line they are having Scooby-Doo every day.
0: It's nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Do you think now, that... was funny though, in this episode, I think one of them like appears out of the door and then Alexandra's like, who are you expecting? Scooby-Doo? <laughs> so I think even they were aware of how similar it yeah. was and they basically were like taking the mick out of themselves, which I, I think it's cool. And the song that was part of this episode was Voodoo, which was a, a hit record for, you know, I think, whatever. Chili Today, Hot Tamale was another episode. So they're basically in Mexico and there are nuclear capsules that are inside Melody's bass drum. Yep. And basically once the henchmen try to get the drums or whatever, he's called Scorpion and they basically take the drum and they're thinking, hey, give back our drum. And then they get basically entangled in Scorpion's scheme to rule the world with his weather control device. And so, yeah, they basically stop him and they stop the bad guy, as you do. The song of the episode was It's Alright With Me. And they also did the hand clapping song, which was a song about hand clapping. How about that? The Great Pussycat Chase was a really fun episode. And so, basically, they're going to Paris and the gang are entrusted with a mysterious black box and they are to protect it from the mysterious criminal called the Shadow. And when the Shadow discovers that the gang has the box, he and his henchmen embark on a around the world chase to steal it. So, or they try to get it back from the pussycats. And so, this is basically loosely on the around the world in 80 days. So, they're basically traveling here, there, and everywhere trying to get this black box back. And then some of the songs featured in this episode was Together and Inside, Outside, Upside Down. Don't ask me how that song goes because I have no idea. It's not doing anything for me so far. And in the last ever episode of Josie and the Pussycats was Don't Count on a Countess. And so they're basically been invited by some eccentric countess to play... In some secluded Mediterranean island where they're offered big, big money. And basically, they discover that the invitation was a ruse to obtain young test subjects for the wrapping aging mist. And so they're basically spending the whole episode trying to get away from this woman who's trying to like turn them into old people. And yeah, that was a pretty fun episode. Some of the songs were Every Beat of My Heart and Clock on the Wall. And did I say Josie and the Pussycats was over? No, it wasn't. Because they decided to do Josie and the Pussycats in Outer Space. Which completely destroyed your argument with Scooby-Doo because there was never a Scooby-Doo in Outer Space.
1: No, but I think it's like, guys... This thing's flopping hard. What can we do to make it cooler? And some guy's gone, do you know what's cool? Space. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh my God, brainwave. (laughs) What about Josie and the Pussycats in outer space? Oh my God, you've got it. And they all clapped and yeah.
0: Oh, basically, yeah. So this is, they're all trying to take a picture in front of a rocket spaceship. And basically Alexandra's trying to get in the picture and she basically pushes herself and all of them into this rocket and and it launches into out of space. So some of the episodes I did watch was make way for the multi-men and so they land on a planet of cat people and basically the king Kator he basically is like to them you need to help me get my queen Felina where she's been held prisoner by the power mad robot Menton. And he can create nearly endless duplicates of himself. And so they are spending this episode trying to find this queen so that they can bring her back to her cat planet. And this song was actually quite catchy. Love Song of the Universe. That was the song of the episode. And the final episode of the Outer Space episode was Warrior Women of Amazonia. So they basically end up on some... Planet called Amazonia, and they're captured by Merla. And basically, in this planet, women rule the roost, and men are basically housewives or house husbands, and they have to like stay at home while the women go out and handle business. And basically, yeah, it's, it, there was a funny bit in this where Alexander and I forgot his name, Perfect. Billy. He's yeah, Billy. Yeah, Alec- Yeah, Alexander and Billy are in jail, and so they're in jail with another guy. And They're like, Oh, can you? And they're saying, Oh, because he was basically the guy that was already in jail. He was kind of like, Well, women rule the world. Is it like the same in your home planet? And then you know, like, you know, you have those cartoons or TV shows that they have the laughter in the background. <laughs> so they're going, Oh do you do 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 the women rule in in your planet home (laughs) (laughs) and they're like well not exactly (laughs) it's like oh i can't imagine a a world where it's men who are ruling and it's not women (laughs) and then i'm just watching thinking oh yeah cheeky gitsy. this is quite a sensitive subject even like for now, isn't well, it? Well, I'm sure in 1972, then it'd be like, oh, women ruling the world? Psh! This is crazy, this Amazonian planet. And basically the women, Valerie, Alexandra, Melody, and Josie, they're basically being trained to be soldiers. And they initially get brainwashed because they're wearing this ring. And they're like, oh, let's get these evil men and put them in jail or put them in exile. And then... It basically ends with them managing to take the rings off and leaving the planet. And Valerie's like, you know what? We're almost on Earth that so we can come back home. And then Ale- Alexander, being the idiot that he is, is like, oh, let me steer, let me steer. And then basically he steers them off control. And so they continue to be lost in outer space to this day. To this day. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably dead. All of them. Well, no, they came back in two thousand and one and did the film, and
1: How did they get it became a,
0: a concepty thing, and yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch the two thousand and one film. No, I mean, I do think it was about. Um, no, I can't even tell you what it was about, because I, I, remember, like the very, very first episode, I decided to watch those Pink Panther films, and I regretted it. Yeah, because they were rubbish, even with Beyonce it will rubbish and so i thought i'm not gonna do this to myself and waste time i'd rather watch other cartoons and other things that will be more benefiting towards my podcast which segues us nicely now to the chipmunks or alvin and the chipmunks and so the, uh, the TV show that we're focusing on is the 1983 version. And some of the things happening in the world in 1983, September, Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes a US citizen. Six men walk underwater across Sydney Harbour, which is 82.9 kilometers in 48 hours. Why? Why not? Vanessa Williams, our friend from last week, became the first African-American to be crowned Miss America in Atlantic City, New Jersey. That's a big, big deal. The Big Chill was in the cinemas. And Red Red Wine by UB40 was number one in the charts. Yeah, I do know this one. My mum was a huge fan of UB40. Yeah, they were pretty good, actually, like Kingston Town was my favourite UB40 song
1: Yeah I mean she likes Sky music in
0: general So mm. And so Let's talk about The Chipmunks Which is also known as David Seville and the Chipmunks Or The Chipmunks It was created by Ross Bagdasarian Sr For a novelty record in 1958 And it consists of Three singing animated Anthropomorphic Chipmunks Alvin Simon and Theodore and they're managed by their human adopted father David Seville and obviously it was a big success and the singing chipmunks and their manager were given life in several animated cartoon productions including the 1983 series that we're going to focus on and also loads and loads of films. And I think they're still going to this day, the cartoons, I believe. Yeah, I think uh, they are, yeah. The voices of the group were all performed by Bagdasarian, who sped up the playback to create high-pitched squeaky voices. And I think the first song that they did was Witch Doctor. And because it was so unusual and very well executed, they actually won two Grammy Awards for Engineering. And they first appeared on TV in 1962. as you can hear Witch Doctor in the background in their cute voices. You know the song, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, obviously you had the Chipettes as well, who were accompanying the Chipmunks. She you care to tell me the names of the Chipettes?
1: Um... Can't remember them. I did watch the episode where they were introduced, though. What their story?
0: Yeah, I watched that episode too. It was a what? it was a cute episode where they go into the hotel room. Oh, that's the first. Oh, when they oh when the chipmunks meet the chipettes. Yeah. Okay. No, there was a chipette story. All right. It's uh, Brittany, Jeanette, and Eleanor, and they were adopted by Beatrice Miller, so they're known as the Millers, whereas the chipmunks were known as the Sevilles. And so the chipmunks, let's talk about it. Um, I think I remember when, when I was a kid,
1: I, I mean, certainly when I pressed play on this, on this season. So when the, when I pressed play on the, um, you know, on the theme tune, on the episode starting the theme tune came on, whatever. Um, I was like, yeah, man, I do remember this, like the music and the. um. How could you not remember? No, because the I, I, thing is, I remember, I remember kind of it being a thing, but I don't remember watching it. What the chipmunks? Yeah, until th- the theme tune came, and I was like, oh, of course. Um, and I did st- have a bit of a soft spot for it. Hmm. I think that my sisters probably liked it a little bit more than I did when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was okay.
0: It was, it was okay. It was all right. The chipmunks was amazing. I loved the chipmunks as a kid. I loved it watching it now it's just it's 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 cute it's lovely it's 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 great. i i've really enjoyed watching the the chipmunks I mean, it was
1: yeah it was good i mean um yeah was that
0: it was i right. it, right. it was it was more than i right, okay it was more than i right. Considering who are, considering you're going to pick them in the head to head, you better think <laughs> it's more than I. I mean, I, I enjoyed some of the,
1: some of the episodes and stuff like that, but, um, I mean, like the Mr. T makes an appearance in the pilot.
0: Yes. I uh, love that. Particularly that was, that was enjoyed, great.
1: That. Um, and the overall message from that whole episode was violence solves bully problems. <laughs> <laughs> it was like
0: wasn't it though? I don't know, maybe <laughs> was like, was
1: like if, if I ever catch you around here, it's like if I ever catch you again, fool. <laughs> uh, yeah. I pity the fool that I can't bring. <laughs> um Yeah, so You gonna meet my friend Payne and then oh yeah, so the Chipmunks and Chipettes audition episode. Um, and I thought the overall message of that was when someone steals your intellectual property, team up with them. Oh, you?
0: Because <laughs> they, cause they thought they were the chipmunks. Yeah, but they weren't. They're the chipettes. But they worked it out in the end, didn't they? So
1: yeah, I mean, the weirdest part for me was when they, when the hotel manager gave them the key to the room, and they were already asleep in the room, and they were like, "Yeah, beep." What do you mean? Because. In the episodes where the chipmunks and the chipettes were introduced, mm. uh, they didn't know each other before, right? Was when they they went to a hotel, they had a gig. Yeah, yeah. And they went to the hotel where they were staying, and they were like, oh, we're the chipmunks. And they go, okay, here's your key. And they go to the room, and they use their key, and there's already the chipmunks that were the chipettes oh. already in the room.
0: Bit of a hotel blunder. I mean, it is, because obviously in the theme song, we're the chipmunks coming up stronger than ever before. We're the chipmunks, Alvin, Simon, Theodore. So it gives it away. I mean, it wasn't like this song was, We're the chipmunks, Brittany, Jeanette, Eleanor. <laughs> you know you yeah. know what I mean? See, this is a, a program that I religiously watched when I was a kid as well, and I couldn't get enough of it. I thought Alvin was ace. He was like my favorite, naturally. But Alvin's not a nice guy, man. Of he's... course he's a nice guy.
1: No, man. He's like... In what he... way is he not a nice guy? He's just like... He's a liar. A
0: liar? Yeah. It's keeps... a, a serious there, accusation there, there. There was a
1: whole episode where he lied to this woman to impress her. And then he was like messing up the house. It was on the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids episode. He literally went across the thing and lied to a girl to get him over. And lied and lied and lied. And then he had to backtrack at the end.
0: Yeah, but that's what most people do anyway. What, to impress like... a girl. Fellas do it all the... Fellas, you know you do it all the time. So why is it different when Alvin does it? Because Alvin's got a innocent voice and he shouldn't abuse that. Please, he... come over.
1: <laughs> He's got like a... It'll
0: be worth it.
1: He should have like... um. Uh okay.
0: you know this episode I'm gonna I'm gonna do it in the uh, speed track of the chipmunks. Okay. And we're gonna sound really adorable and chip and <laughs> yeah. ooh ee ooh ah ah ting tang walla bing bang. <laughs> ooh ee ooh ah ah ting tang walla walla bing bang. I told that. the witch doctor, I was in love with you. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. We sing it ooh e ooh ah bang bang, ooh e ooh ah bang bang. You know this is like the last episode before Christmas, so we're just gonna basically muck about here. And uh... <laughs> what do you leave it alone? Like I can get rid of it in post if you're that angst and and and, and funny about it all.
1: I'm not funny about it. I just think you like the chipmunks a lot more than I did. I think what what I think it was. So who the
0: hell's going to win in your head?
1: I would love to know who's going to win your head to head. Do you know who's going to win in my head to head? Rory the racing car.
0: Because last week was my jam and this week's not so much my jam. Goodness me. Rory the racing car. Do me a favor. Right. Okay. Maybe I should talk about the episodes I watched. Okay. So we talked about the C team and the chipettes, which was the pilot. I watched the chipmunk story. So this is basically talking about how Dave ended up with the Chipmunks and how their musical career got started. So Dave was a struggling... Alcoholic. Music writer, not alcoholic. And he was basically trying to find that one hit record. Otherwise, he would get fired. And his landlord was like, you better make the rent. Otherwise, I'm going to kick you out of the house. And then some random thing Brings three little chipmunks. saying, oh, you have to look after them and, and whatnot. And basically, they the chipmunks realize that David's in a bind financially and he needs to find that one hit record. And so they basically record Witch Doctor and they want to send it off to the record deal so that David can save his job. But the landlord is basically being bit of an ass, and he basically takes the chipmunks and he kidnaps them and puts them in a, a snake pit so that the snakes will eat the chipmunks and so they manage to get away from the snake and manage to go to the record studio and they're playing the song and basically they save David's job and they save his career and they end up moving to the big house that they live in when we watch the, the chipmunks and so that's how they become big music stars, and they help save David's career. It's quite a brutal episode, to be honest. Brutal. It was a lovely episode.
1: They take the chipmunks and put them in a snake pit.
0: Oh, the the landlord, yeah. It could have
1: ended quite a, uh,
0: quite that abruptly. A, yeah, that's like a chipmunk. Where's Theodore. It's <laughs> a Theodore yeah. shaped.
1: <laughs> thing in with the David snake.
0: Attenborough <laughs> as you can see the chipmunks are in a perilous position <laughs> unfortunate to find themselves in the snake pit and the snakes look really hungry today But <laughs> oh my god turn it off turn it off grandpa and grandma Seville so basically they meet their grandparents for the first time and they basically find out that someone's trying to take over the grandparents farm and they decide to raise the money and they basically help their grandpa and grandma stay in their farm and they basically find out this farm goes to an oil haven so no not that but uh, an oil haven so it's become a whole oil haven and they become rich and they have enough money to keep their house mother's day was an episode where Alvin, Simon, and Theodore basically try to find a mother, quote unquote, so that they can attend the school Mother's Day picnic. And they basically choose a person that they think Dave would like the best. So they based so Alvin picks like this athlete swimmer. Simon picks a scientist in a local museum. And Theodore picks a, a baker in a, a bakery. And they all basically aren't necessarily the right match for, for David. And so David decides to go as their mom to this Mother's Day picnic, which eh, is nice. And, okay, here are some episodes with the Chipettes. So there's one called Sisters, where there's this group of popular girls in school called the Sisters, and Brittany's basically trying to join them. And she has to avoid Jeanette because they're like, oh, Jeanette's a nerd. Jeanette's a geek. We don't want you hanging around with her. And Brittany's like, oh, she's just my science partner. I don't have anything to do with her. And then in the end, they don't even accept her into the club anyway. And Brittany then of course realizes that you don't need your fake sisters. You've got your real sisters, Eleanor and Jeanette. And basically the other chipmunks are all angry with her. Cause they're like, how could you do that to Jeanette? That's your sister. That's, that's your blood. That's your family. That's your day one, but it all resolves itself in the end. And then the Chippet story. So we find out where the Chipettes came from, and they were basically initially they were in Australia. Now this episode was quite hard to watch because the Australian accents were dreadful. Did they sound like they? It sounded like instead of being in an orphanage in Australia, it sounded like they were an orphanage in East London. they're all like what you doing there this is an Australian orphanage yeah I'll I'll deal with you I will it's like no and yeah that that was really tough to watch but the whole kind of story was that the Chipettes had this friend called Olivia and Olivia was like don't worry we're going to get adopted and we're going to get out of this orphanage because the lady in charge, she just basically wants to make money off the kids singing. None of them are good. But then obviously the chipettes can sing. But Olivia's basically like, you better be quiet and don't sing in front of the lady in charge. Otherwise, she's just going to basically exploit you and use you. And then once they realize that the chipettes can sing, they basically lock the chipettes away. Olivia gets adopted. She's like, oh, where are the chipettes? I don't know where they are. And... Basically, the Chippets think, oh, that Olivia left them. So they manage to get away and go to America. And so then that's where they basically become famous singers and they become successful. And then they run into Olivia in America. And so, yeah, that was a nice, lovely episode talking about the Chippets and where they came from. The last episode I watched, but it wasn't the finale. It was Operation Theodore. And so basically the chipettes are volunteering at the local hospital and Theodore's only bringing in Eleanor's homework, but he gets caught up and they think that he's tonsils need removing. So he ends up going into theatre for operation, but they're all like, stop, stop, stop. It's another kid called Bobby, but like Bobby's really, really scared. And so the chipmunks basically put him at ease. And then in the end, they're all singing The Longest Time by Billy Joel in their nice cute chipmunk voices. And I just thought this was so lovely and nice. And there we go. I can hear it now in their cute little chipmunk voices. This is, yeah, this this was really, really, really lovely. And yeah, this was everything that I loved about the chipmunks. The chipmunks go to the movies. So this was the final kind of chipmunk project they kind of did in the 80s and 90s so this was basically chipmunks doing their own interpretations of, of famous famous movies i did watch back to our future i remember i think watching that as a kid so this was basically chipmunks of the present day meet the chipmunks of the 1950s so they swapped lives for a little bit and then i think the, the chipmunks of the that went back to the 1950s were like oh we we don't really like it here because we don't have TV, we don't have all the things that we like And so they just swap back whatever. And then bigger, which was based on the film big. So Alvin wishes he was a lot bigger so that he can basically do adult things he can sing because because as a group everyone's saying oh we we, we can't sign the furry i think they were called the furries in this episode so they wanted to be signed but obviously they were too young so everyone's just basically saying to them oh run along kid run along kid you're only in the fourth grade and so he wishes in a jukebox machine that he's older so he becomes older he becomes like the manager of a, a girl group who was the chipettes but they're playing a, a girl group and then he's basically struggling to adapt to adult life. And he's struggling to manage this girl group. And he's watching Simon and Theodore going to play Little League Baseball. And he can't watch his favorite cartoon because obviously everyone's like, yeah, Little League is for kids, mate. It's not for you. You're, you're grown up with grown up responsibilities. And then he basically wishes that he was a kid again. And in a, in a similar vein to Big, he sees his picture on a milk carton where it says a kid called Avin is missing. If you've seen him, blah, 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 blah. And so, yeah, he goes back and David's like, oh, thank God you're okay. We thought you were missing. Because remember, I think in the film Big, Tom, is, Tom Hanks' character's like, look, it's me, mom, it's me. And then the mom was like, who the hell is this grown-up guy? But it's really the kid. And yeah, this was a... A, a lovely, movie. lovely episode. And I think you watched Funny We Shrunk the Adults.
1: Yeah, so I'm like... Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is a great movie, man. It really like, is. It's like... It's so...
0: It's so cool, right? Like, man, I haven't seen that in years, though. Um, Donkey's years, I've not seen that film. hope oh, it comes on during
1: the Christmas time. I hope so. I mean... I watched it, actually, a little while ago. Um, and it was the... Um, the the bit where the ant dies in Honey I Shrunk the Kids is tragic, when it gets mucked up by the scorpion, and I think oh, and I think to this why did you remind me of that? Th- I think to this day that I like I can't scorpions are one of the insects that I'm uh, most scared. I think the scorpions an insect, right? It's got six legs. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, yeah, the s- Something like scorpion that. is like. I hate scorpions anyway. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, great episode. Like that's the one I was talking about with the um, with a line to the girls. To they basically bring these girls around and, and say like, oh, around our house we can get up all sorts of shenanigans, and they end up smashing the house up. And they're like thinking that dad's not watching, but he's been shrunk by the little shrink ray thing, so he sees everything. And they get in trouble when he gets grounded. Alvin gets grounded at the end. Alvin. Mm. Um, and yeah, no, I know. So I, I like the like little bits and pieces, you know, like uh, the parodies of films and stuff.
0: Yeah, that was very, very well done. And the theme song is just amazing. I love Chipmunks Go to the Movies theme song. I mean, you imagine I, you're the star, no matter who you are. I mean, you Cameras know it better than me. a song with us. Consider na song with us. Cameras in action. Bless it to the scene. Chipmunks, go to the <laughs> movies. Da, 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 da. Chipmunks, bring in the movies to you. It's a great theme song. Absolutely cracking theme song.
1: I mean, I was like... I knew it had changed, but I couldn't work out why it had changed.
0: Um, I was like, oh, it must be because it's... Chipmunks something. go to the movies and they're doing a parody of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids.
1: No, but I thought it was just like a... dip Because I went... When I clicked on it, I just clicked on the, the top last one ever. Ah. So I thought it was just another kind of episode.
0: Ah. As, and
1: I did watch a
0: while. They actually it... did change the name to The Chipmunks after a certain point. Because of The Chipettes. Because it, it was known as Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. And then because obviously they were like, we got these other prominent characters.
1: So now what's it called? Just The Chipmunks? Just,
0: no, when they were doing the uh, the TV series in the 80s. I think when uh, Deke Entertainment, I think they're called, when they took over, they changed it to The Chipmunks. It was as, as opposed as Alvin to Alvin and, and the and Chipmunks. Chipmunks. It was just basically, you'd think, oh, it's just about them and whatnot. But,
1: but they changed it back with the like movies, right? It's called
0: Alvin and the Chipmunks in the, in the, in
1: the, as in like the recent I think, movies.
0: I, I, I think so. But with the TV show, yeah it's, worth, yeah, it's worth mentioning that it was changed to The Chipmunks. I think from about maybe 87 until about its end. Fair dues. Yes, fair dues and uh decision time. And Paul's got a big grin on his face, because I think I know what he's about to say. Um saying uh, he wants to be a millionaire. I think, All right. Don't be like <laughs> after that impression the, the going, We'll join, take we'll take a break. Join us after the break for <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire and it's like Ah Um Do you know what? Um Man, we know who you gonna pick.
1: Just pick it already. Shoot. Jocene the Pussycats. So who are you picking, Josie and the Pussycats? Why? I think it just as like a cartoon. It done for it done more for me. Like it was like kind of goodies versus baddies thing. Um, I find it. I find the 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 chipmunks just a little bit too much for me. A little bit too kind of in your face. Just want to smack them.
0: <laughs> are you really going with Josie and the Pussycats? Yeah. I have, lot, I have a lot of um,
1: um, sort of a lot of uh, bones to pick with it, but like as a cartoon, it's kind of goodies, baddies, a little bit of mystery in between. Wow.
0: Um, hmm. Okay, so I'm okay. This the is one of the. Really this, this is one of those weeks where there's no losers, but I'm gonna go with Josie and the Pussycats because I had never ever heard of this in my life oh really at all this must have been the only time where i knew something you didn't know at all like i only discovered this because obviously when i'm doing the research for my podcast and trying to match shows together and and all of that i just thought josie and the pussycats what's this and then i see like the opening creds and i'm like oh this is really really cool and there's a black girl in it as well, so I'm like, "This is what the 1970s." So I'm looking at thinking, "Okay, so they had a a, a character like this in the 70s." And yeah, I just thought, I thought, I thought the show was cute. I thought it was nice. I thought the music was pretty good. It was very, very Hannah and Barbera. Yeah, very strong Scooby Doo vibes. Yeah, I, I I I liked it, but also. Because the chipmunks, they was like my thing as a kid growing up, watching it and what have you. But no, yeah, this was a case of uh, there ain't no losers, only winners, but uh, Josie and the Pussycats, clean sweep. How about that? Now we come on to our main event So we're going to September 1965. You know, I'm guessing I'm sensing a theme because there's a ton of TV shows that come out in the month of September. Throughout doing this podcast, it's always been September and sometimes it's been like the same month, like September 1990 or September 1981 or whatever. But no, September 1965 was when the Beatles released their TV series or cartoon. And uh, some of the things happening in September 1965, you've got King Constantine II of Greece forms a new government with Prime Minister Stephanos Stephanopoulos in an attempt to end a two-year-old political crisis. And the comet Ikea-Seki is first cited by Japanese astronomers. The word hippie first appeared in print in an article in the San Francisco Examiner by reporter Michael Fallon. Five untroubled young hippies sprawled on the floor, mattresses and slouched in an armchair, retrieved from a debris box, flipped cigarette ashes at a seatbelt in their Walla Street flat and pondered their next move which is what Michael Fallon had written. And I thought instead of just talking about movies and TV shows and songs that came out in 1965, I thought I'd keep it in theme. So this was when Help was uh, number one in the charts in most places in the world. The movie Help also was in the cinemas at the time. And also the Beatles released their album called help. So there you go. Help. I need somebody. Help. Not just anybody. Help. You know I need someone. Help. Was that a Beatles song? Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) The Beatles was an animated television series featuring representations of the Beatles They managed to make a total of 39 episodes. Each episode is a name of a Beatles song. So the story is based on its lyrics and it is also played in the episode. It's the first weekly television series to feature animated versions of real living people. So this was some historical milestone. And basically, and what they would do in the episode, they'd have like a sing-along sequence so then they'll have people singing along with the songs. And the series depicted the band in their early mop top and suit look. Obviously, they had nothing to do with the production of the series. Otherwise, they would have died cringing watching the Beatles cartoon. And the voices were American actor Paul Freese. He did the voices of John and George. Whereas Lance Percival of the Carry On series did the voices of Paul and Ringo. And as I was saying, at first, the Beatles disliked the series, but in the later years, they grew to like them. And the opening themes of the Beatles TV show from the three series. So the first one you had, Can't Buy Me Love. The second series was Help. Help. And the third series, the song was And Your Bird Can Sing. And obviously with the characters of the Beatles, you had John Lennon, who was sarcastic, dry sense of humor, overly laid back. You got Paul McCartney, who's the happy-go-lucky guy. And you got George Harrison, who often succumbs to peer pressure. And then you got Ringo Starr, who's basically innocent, lovable, and a bit thick. You said that, not me. Let's 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 get let's get Paul, who's just basically drank a liter of haterade. So yeah, you just get get it out of the way. Let that haterade digest in your in your system, and then I can take over and um, tell the people the real facts. Right. So okay, it's
1: worth mentioning now that I've never been much of a Beatles fan. You don't say. Um, so the prospect of watching a Beatles cartoon. I was a bit like, Ah pfft. like I mean obviously, last week was like my thing, right? It was all about engines and cars and trains and things this week, not my thing at all um so one of the first things I did was because I know you sent me the links of everything to watch in the correct places and stuff like that but but I thought, oh um i haven't got I didn't have your message to hand, or I didn't fancy typing out every single character onto my uh, xbox, so what I did was I thought, oh. I know I'll just look on YouTube there's bound to be someone there I'm sure enough there was there was some episodes on there so I clicked on them and probably due to the copyright issues the um the or the the kind of spoken dialogue was there anything with a backing track or music from the Beatles was audio was cut <laughs> so it would go from like talking to silence and I was like what on earth is going on here and um I watched a I watched the first episode like that. I obviously couldn't make head or tail of what was really going on. So uh went on to the links that you sent me and still didn't really <laughs> understand what was going on. So I watched the pilot with um, them trying to find someone to rehearse. Yeah. Right. And I mean, the thing is like, I can't relate to the characters because I don't really like the Beatles, right? I don't know much of their history. I probably know, should, just because of how big they were, I probably should know a little bit more about them, but I don't. And I don't really have any will to to educate myself self either. Um, there was a funny bit where there was this dragon. I think it must have been the last episode I skipped to. And the, yeah, I watched that one. And they they, they were playing music. And, and when they were playing the music, it made the dragon sick. And I was like, that figures, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, I mean, I found this, the show itself was, it was really difficult to find something with really good quality. Um, I found that it had a lot of, uh, do you know like you have film roll when you get dirty film yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And I felt like whoever was keeping the Beatles um, film roles didn't keep them very safe. Like, if you look at the Hanna and Barbera stuff, the stuff's flawless, right? As in, like, Josie and the Pussycats, the um, uh, Scooby-Doo, and anything else we've watched so thus far yeah, with yeah, Hanna and yeah. Barbera, the, the quality has been superb, right? But the Beatles, I'm not sure if you found this, but the, the actual quality of just the cartoon was appalling.
0: Yeah, I do. I do think this was the one strand of media where I don't think it worked out particularly well yeah like they did movies they did the music they did the shows and whatnot and they were hugely hugely successful yeah whereas this was just basically something that was just done for the crack yeah they had nothing to do with it they didn't particularly like it i think john lennon in 1972 said originally that he didn't like it but he said I still get a blast out of watching the Beatles cartoon on TV. George Harrison said in 1999, I always kind of liked it. They were so bad or silly that they were good, if you know what I mean. And I think the passage of time might make them more fun now. I th- as much as I love George, I'm going to have to disagree because I don't think it was good. And, I, and, I, and I'm a big Beatles fan, but I thought for the most part the cartoons were tripe and the only good thing about the cartoons was that they were only 5 minutes long
1: yeah they had kind of broken up into segments right with like the sing along well, yeah, like bit yeah you could just
0: literally just watch a 5 minute
1: thing i can understand where they were going with it in terms of like bringing the the like the sing along element into it with the kids that and was stuff cute. like that. i can understand like you know trying to bring a new audience and, and you know bring the kids up loving the beatles totally understood it i just think it wasn't executed particularly
0: well yeah yeah and i think they should have done better songs for the sing alongs yeah. Some of the sing along songs that they were doing were a bit I mean, they they're they're good Beatles songs, but if you want, you know, people to like it and get involved, you should just do the the more fun and more cute songs. Like you don't want you don't want kids to be singing like about yellow submarine and stuff. Well, that as well, yeah, like yellow submarine, like I wanna hold your hand, She loves you. all that all all the cute stuff. Don't be singing about you know, was she told when she was young that pain would lead to pleasure <laughs> and all this stuff. And the man must make his back to earn his day of leisure. Will she still believe that when he's dead? Like, don't be getting kids to be singing them kind of songs. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just get them to do the the bobbling the heads, you know. <clears throat> you know, like, like George and Paul used to do. Just just get them to sing that. I thought I thought that was... I mean, don't get me wrong. I was there, and I, you know, took part in the sing along, and it was all cute and lovely. But um, yeah, I, like I said, I do think this was a uh, an area or a, uh, uh, for want of a better word, a strand of of media that they uh, didn't break. I don't. I don't know if it. I don't know if it. Um, I don't know if it worked out for them. But obviously, I think this cartoon isn't gonna necessarily define them and it isn't gonna be like the, 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 the deal breaker because they even by 1965 they had they had achieved so so many things and um, hey,
1: listen I think that the Beatles are legends I didn't even know about the cartoon um, but obviously
0: they're phenomenal success well yeah even today uh, really the, the the influences they've had on so many Artists and musicians, the innovations that they used in in music, particularly with the uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club album. So that was, I think it was voted by Enemy as the, the greatest album of all time. I mean... I mean, it's wrong, but fair enough. I don't think it's wrong. We've got the greatest album. I mean, come on, man. What do you... I mean, I guess, I mean, as a Beatles fan, I wouldn't say it's my favorite Beatles album. I, I lean more towards Revolver and Rubber Soul as would, being my favorite Beatles albums. But would you say the Beatles are the best band ever? Yeah. Ever? Ever. No one can touch the Beatles. No one can touch what they did. No, I'm not talking about the success. I'm talking about...
1: I'm
0: talking about, about as music. Yeah, as music. The, 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 the style, the innovation, the whole sort of tracks and the recordings and the different instruments and different techniques that they used in studio like this is they pretty much with that album the sergeant pepper's album they pretty much changed how music sounds they experimented a lot more and when they were experimenting more their music was a lot better than all of the nice lovely cute stuff and um, yeah do a quick rundown of their album so please please me was their first album that was released in 1963 Then you had With The Beatles in 1963 again. And then Hard Day's Night was 1964. Along with Beatles For Sale. That was another one in 1964. Then they released two albums in 1965, Help and Rubber Soul. 1966 was when they released Revolver. And then yeah, 1967 was when they released The Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. What I will say is that if they added strawberry fields forever and penny lane onto saja peppers it would have been the greatest album of all time hands down no argument i wouldn't i wouldn't even have it but because they included those two songs in the magical mystery tour because they kind of recorded those two albums in abbey road at the same sort of time and i think one of the first sort of projects that they did or the first songs that they recorded was strawberry fields john lennon wrote that which was basically about where he grew up in the orphanage. And then you had the B-side of that was Penny Lane that Paul McCartney wrote, which is just basically about Liverpool, really. Basically about Penny Lane in Liverpool. I think Americans even go there today. Like as a tourist site, they'd be like, oh my God, we're going to go to Penny Lane. We're going to go to the fire station that has the portrait of the Queen. The Penny Lane shaves another customer. Like just all those stuff that Americans love to do. And then the White Album was 1968. And then, yeah, after that, 1969, the Abbey Road Album. And then I think their last album was Let It Be. So that was when they kind of broke up and ended up hating each other and hating each other's guts. And uh, it all ended quite...
1: That happens quite a lot when you just put, shove people together and just like make them churn out music for years and years and years. like... Like I what, think they two, touring three, at some two, three, point three albums, well. is, like in a in a year. Well, yeah, and they—that's a lot of work.
0: Because you know what, they did all of that, and I think they stopped touring. Yeah. Because obviously they used to tour loads. I think after 1965, they literally stopped yeah. touring. Everything was just we're gonna drop albums in a studio. There it is. Yeah. And I think, I think their music was, was 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 loads better for it.
1: I think when you just like you know, you can't like, you can't force this like magic and the creativity to happen. I think when you just like, kind of the same people doing the same, so you're seeing the same people and doing the same thing every single day. Yeah. It makes
0: you go crazy. True. Because I would imagine they would probably have been together probably non-stop for about 15 years.
1: Exactly. And it's just like, the things are expected of them as well. Like, you know, if you imagine like, they they became like probably one of the biggest bands quite quickly, right?
0: Um I think yeah, once Beatlemania, I think after 1963 almost. Yeah, which is it quite was kind early of Like on. here in this country was when they kind of took off. And when they did the Ed Sullivan show in nineteen sixty-four nineteen sixty-five, when they I think they performed Yeah, I Wanna Hold Your Hand, and they performed that on the Ed Sullivan show. That was when they took over the world. That was when I think I think it was the most watched thing in American TV history. Really? Was the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. And once they did that and they sang I want to hold your hand, it just went it just blew up. Like they and then I think they kind of got carried away with the whole bigger than Jesus and all that stuff. And then they just sort of fell off a cliff in that respect in America when yeah. John Lennon had said that and it upset. A ton of ton of people and upset a lot of like i think the the bible belt states and Christians all around the board so that was yeah in that sense they sort of fell off a cliff but um if you want to talk about awards and achievements they got the they got their n b e and o b well, sorry um in nineteen sixty five was when the beatles were given the the OBE and the film let it be won the 1971 Academy Award for best original score they've won 7 Grammys 15 Ivor Novello awards 6 diamond albums as well as 20 multi platinum albums 16 platinum albums and 6 gold albums in the United States in the UK the Beatles have four multi platinum albums four platinum albums eight gold albums and one silver album and they were inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame in 1988 and they're obviously the best-selling band in history they've sold more than 800 million physical and digital albums as of 2013 so it could have easily gone up now that their music is on the streaming platforms they've had more number one albums on the uk charts 15 and sold more singles in the UK, 21.9 million, than any other act. Rolling Stone magazine ranked the Beatles as the best artist of all time. They ranked number one on Billboard magazine's list of all time most successful Hot 100 artists. They held the record for the most number one hits on the Billboard 100 with 20. And the Record Industry Association of America certifies that the Beatles have sold 178 million units in the USA, more than any other artist. And people celebrate World Beatles Day under UNESCO, which I think is the 16th of January. And they have asteroids named after them as well. So 4147 Lennon, 4148 McCartney, 4149 Harrison and 4150 Star and 8749 Beatles are five asteroids named after them.
1: I mean, I'm not sure if that's a good accolade, having some like hurling piece of rock that's flying through space and it's going to destroy anything in its path.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and as, as of, of course we're close to Christmas... It's worth mentioning that they've had three number one songs. Day Tripper, I Wanna Hold Your Hand, and I Feel Fine were all Christmas number ones in nineteen sixty-three, four, and 5, I'm going to say. I might be wrong, but um, yeah, you guys can check it up. I think the only group to match them was the Spice Girls in 96, 97, and 98 with... To Become One, Too Much, and Goodbye were all Christmas number ones. And yeah, they were the only group other than the Beatles to achieve that. So uh, there you go, Spice Girls fans. You're like the Beatles.
1: I don't understand. Like, just from my own personal preference, I don't understand why the Beatles were so big. I didn't find their music that great. Like, There's a lot of bands that I think are better.
0: Than them, just like
1: who, f- like anyone, like Fido for a start, because they're my favourite band. But
0: Fido won't even say that they're the most, the their most no, no, favourite no, no, band. No,
1: no, I know. I'm not trying to say like I'm. I'm not trying to say that this band's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what are you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm not trying to say, like... Getting rid of that in post. Staying in post. <laughs> um, like, no, just from my own personal, like, preference, like, you know, and how I want to listen to music and what sounds good to my ear, um, the Beatles really don't do it for me. Um, and, you know what? I, and I, I don't know is. why.
0: I, I think I know why. I think... For the longest time, because I remember as a kid, every, I think one Christmas they showed the Beatles anthology. So this was basically like a a home movie where they would show the Beatles, profile them and just basically tell their story. Yeah. And they would have like all these unheard of exclusive video clips of them singing. They would have their music being played and as a kid, I was thinking, oh, these are all very nice, lovely songs. Like, I want to hold your hand. She loves you. Help. All those songs. That I remember these songs that I used to, just, like, as a kid, would like be, have fond memories of, of hearing those songs and watching the Beatles anthology and, and seeing how they make their music. Yeah. And I just think that everybody, a majority of people have an idea of who the Beatles are and what their music is. They have that preconceived idea. Yeah. Like, for example, you would want to, when you think of the Beatles, you'd think, Hey, Jude.
1: Yeah.
0: And nah, 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 hey, Jude. And you would hear that played to death. I remember the Golden Jubilee, and Paul McCartney was singing whatever, and he would be singing all of these sort of memorable classic songs. It's like, hey, Jude, let it be. And while I do think all these songs are lovely, I don't necessarily think that they define the Beatles. Yeah. Like, if you was to ask me what like my top Beatles songs are, it wouldn't be let it be, wouldn't be in it. Hey, Jude would definitely not be in it. Um, Help probably won't be in it she loves you probably won't be in it but those are the the most common the most popular Beatles yeah. songs and if you just close it and just have it as that then yeah of course i can see why so many people think oh yeah the beatles because you just play those songs to death whereas nobody's going to go out of their way and play she's leaving home or nobody's going to go out of their way and play. I don't know. I'm looking through you, or I'm only sleeping. These these are the 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 Beatles songs that I will listen to and think this is a top top group who have written some of the most incredible songs to date. That's ever ever been written. Like Paul and John are like they're absolute. Songwriting geniuses. like They have written and penned some of the greatest ever songs. And I don't think those particular songs get get the recognition that they deserve because people are thinking, once they think of the Beatles, they just think, oh my god, it's Paul McCartney. It's the end of a show. And he's singing Hey Jude, and you got a whole bunch of drunk people. Nah. <laughs> nah, nah, na nah, 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 Hey, Jude, and you're just like, oh my God, shut these idiots up! Like,
1: yeah, I, I totally see that. And one of the, one of the things that I find a bit weird is I don't see, um, Paul McCartney. If you think, if you picture Paul McCartney, yeah, personally, I don't see him as a songwriting legend. I just see him as some bloke. Like, it doesn't look like.
0: No yeah I'm not
1: sure what, what I know what, what you mean I know
0: what a genius I don't know what a genius looks song common I, doesn't he yeah,
1: yeah, like I don't know what genius songwriter looks like, but he <laughs> doesn't look like it,
0: no, and his style and his techniques have influenced so many artists like if i if I think of like the best songs that I think Paul McCartney has written, like I do think yesterday is is a beautiful song, and it is it's a great great song, but it's one of those where someone will, 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 will take that song and they will play it to death and then yeah. they will use that to define Paul McCartney and as a whole, the Beatles. And it's like, yeah, it's a good song, but there's other incredible songs that Paul McCartney has written. Have you seen the movie yesterday? No. I fancy seeing that. It actually looks quite good. I think it's already out in DVD now. Yeah, I mean... I was put off when Ed Sheeran was in it. Yeah, but Tamwa from uh, Extenders, EastEnders is in yeah. it. Yeah. I do like that they had a, like a British Asian guy playing a, a prominent role in a in a film, but I don't know. like I have heard incredibly mixed reviews. Oh, really? And because I'm a Beatles fan, I'm going to judge it like hell. I'm going to have my big red pen out
1: yeah, I mean, look, I, the, the, recently, in the last, what, got five years or so, I've not seen a great movie. Uh, there's been a lot of really bad movies out there, so I don't care, man. I, start, I got halfway through the uh, Tarantino movie um, with, um, what's it, has got Leonardo DiCaprio in it, uh, Brad Pitt, and they play some, like, stuntman and... Uh, Western thing and it's honestly one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I don't think I know that. And that's bad to say it was Tarantino, because Tarantino you think is gonna be a great director.
0: No, but yeah, anyway, back to the the thing. It's like people have this preconceived idea of what they think the Beatles is. Yeah. And I think I'm guilty if, of that. If 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 but I don't think you're the only one. I think it's just a ton of people and I think once people have that idea, it's very then difficult to go away from that idea because it's there all the time when you hear when you think of Paul McCartney you think oh he's the guy that wrote Yesterday he's the guy that wrote Hey Jude or Let It Be you don't think oh he's the guy that wrote Eleanor Rigby or who wrote For No One or who wrote She's Leaving Home which is probably pound for pound might be my favourite Beatles song but um yeah shall we talk about the cartoon and the episodes that we watched oh we've not even got there yet blimey
1: um well we got there now. So look, I have to say that I struggled to watch this. Like one, the cartoon was disjointed and weird. Two, the like I said, whoever was keeping the film roles of this didn't keep them well. They, they, were, they were a disaster. <laughs> um, so let me just quickly go back into my notes. So um yeah, I told you about the YouTube one. I watched so I watched the um the the pilot. Where they're trying to find someone to rehearse and then... A Hard Day's to, Night. Yeah, so they go to the castle um, and then all the ghouls and the ghosts kind of join in with their little boogie. The fun
0: thing about that is, you know the first key of Hard Day's Night? Nobody knows it. The first key? So, you know, it goes... Bim! It's been a hard day's night. and uh, Yeah, I don't think anybody knows. I mean, well, not know. I think the only... It's like, the, it's like a guitar sort of rim. Like, it goes... Yeah and nobody knows it. Like apparently musicians have tried so long but they can't get the right one that you hear in in that song. Yeah. That's interesting. And they've tried it so much I think the only person you might know is George Martin and he died a couple of years ago. He was like the Beatles sort of music producer. So most of like their hits were done. Yeah, George Martin. So maybe he may have known and maybe one of the guitarists or maybe like George or Paul or John I don't know but yeah it's 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 this thing about that that's just
1: interesting, interesting fact um, did you watch I Wanna
0: Hold Your Hand? Uh, nope because that was the other episode with it oh was that the one with the prince no that was uh, basically they were on a boat and they tried to hide from their fans and then yeah they're trying to hide from the fans and then they run inside a diving bell which drops them into the ocean and they see this octopus.
1: Oh yeah, because I thought it looked like Squidly Diddly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and so they basically match the octopus with another octopus and basically the octopus has loads and loads of hands and they're singing I wanna hold your hand. You see like, like hardcore Beatles fans will always give me stick because I always like I wanna hold your hand and apparently the B side to that is a lot, like a lot of fans like, The B side of "I Wanna Hold Your Hand" better than "I Wanna Hold Your Hand." Yeah, with me, it's like that song is probably like the very first Beatles song that I heard in my life, and it's just it's such a just a lovely simple pop song. I
1: kind of like that that sort of attitude. Like, I kind of glad you brought that because like that sort of thing kind of grates on me. Do you know when people say, "Oh, I can't believe you like that," because this is like this, like. Music especially is such a subjective thing. Yeah, it's like you said. Like I, I, you liked it because it reminds you of a specific time and a place, right? Mm-hmm. Like, music is so subjective that anything about music can can um, uh, can evoke that. I like Feeder because for two reasons, right? First of all, it was on. It was the title soundtrack of Gran Turismo Three, right? That was their thing. <laughs> Um so and I said, Oh, I really like this track. And my sister bought me the feeder album that was out Echo Park. And that's the only reason it's my favourite band, is because it was my first album that I ever owned. Yeah. And, and um anyway, yeah, so um that's my point.
0: Any other ones that you watched?
1: Yeah, so I watched one I went kind of quite far but quite far into the um episode list. I'm not sure if it was at the end or where it was, but there's one where there was a prince it's just a really weird episode. But it was like a prince...
0: I think this was the last one, I'm Early Sleeping.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was quite late. I can't remember when I clicked it. Might, it might have been the late, last one. <clears throat> so yeah, so the prince... And there was an evil prime minister.
0: Oh, okay. It might not be that one then.
1: And the prince was... Co- uh, like, he played the comb and the...
0: And the I don't think I watched that one.
1: And he was like kind of playing a tune through his comb. And a piece of paper. um, And then there was a princess in another place, but the prime minister wanted to be with a princess, but the prince was supposed to be with a princess. Um, and it was a kind of like, the the prime minister tried to get rid of the prince, but it didn't quite work. And and then, um, then they did the whole, I can't even remember why the Beatles came into it, to be honest. And then they did their sing-along bit, and then they did the whole dragon, was trying to be slain one. Uh, And then the Beatles music was the thing that killed the dragon, which is great. I love that.
0: Um, I'm only sleeping. Yeah. Um, see Yeah. See, see, see that. That's what I'm talking about. Like that is probably one of John Lennon's best like written songs. I'm only sleeping, but nobody talks about that because everybody wants to talk about all you need is love. When everyone thinks of John Lennon, they think of that. They don't think of, I'm Only Sleeping. It's, such a, it's a great, great song. I didn't even know
1: that was a Beatles.
0: Yeah. What
1: is? All All You Need Is Love. Yeah, that's a Beatles song. I didn't know that was a Beatles song.
0: Did you not? No. Who did you think sang it?
1: I didn't care who sang it. Because,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean, it, it's not a bad song, but it's not... But, yeah, someone... You would just latch on to a song like that. Yeah. And then we will just think that's the song. But, like, I'm Only Sleeping. That's just such a great song. I love that song, like... When I wake up early in the morning, lift my head, I'm still yawning. When I'm in the middle of a dream, yeah. So this was, yeah, that's why I was watching that episode because, oh my god, I love this song. And it's just, it was a shame the video. The the video was a bit, as oh, you it... were saying, it was a bit wonky. Because uh... yeah, even in the first one, it wasn't great, man. No, like, not, not. They
1: must have. I, re- I reckon that they're, um, whoever made it. Really skimped on the budget of the actual film quality. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of because otherwise it would um there'll be at least a master that's good and digitized, you know?
0: Mm. Um is
1: there any more that you watched? No nah, man, I struggled to watch it, <laughs> I'll be honest.
0: Nah. I mean, yeah, okay, okay, I'll tell you what I what I watched. Um Okay, so I watched one called I'm Looking Through You. And so basically they're in Egypt. And they're wandering around in a pyramid until Ringo encounters a ghost who wants his body and he chooses Ringo's. And basically they're all trying to... And Ringo's just trying to get his body back and they're basically running around or whatever and they're singing I'm Looking Through You, which is a Beatles song, which I love very, very, very much. Hence why I watched it. And yeah, the sing-along I was saying was Girl. And Girl is... It's basically a song that John Lennon wrote and it's just basically about how a girl just basically treats him like a mug and how he tries to be with her but all she does is just takes advantage of him and it's like, why are you getting these kids to sing this song about you getting mugged off by a girl? Which, for me, made no sense whatsoever. And, um, okay, what else did I watch of this? Yeah, I'm Only Sleeping. So this was when um, John falls asleep and he's helping King Arthur and Merlin to slay this vicious dragon, as you said. And then they put the dragon to sleep by singing I'm Only Sleeping. Which goes along with the uh, goes along with the, uh, the episode and the song. So they kind of go hand in hand together. And yeah, I mean, obviously, like um, the Beatles cartoon, it has that so bad, it's good vibe yeah but for me it was so bad it's bad and it stayed
1: bad it did not it had very little redeeming characteristics
0: yeah but then if i wanted to watch the beatles do anything i would watch the movies yeah so like a hard day's night often comes on at christmas now or it has been for the last couple of years so i'll just i'll watch that or even watch help which is another decent beatles film i mean i'll watch home alone like like any other person <laughs> well I'll be watching that too along with uh, the others so um, um, any legacy stuff any final things worth mentioning about the Beatles Um, what, uh, <sighs> I guess this could be a topic that I could revisit one day and just go Look, into it But you uh, can't like deny
1: how huge the Beatles are but one thing I will say is that watching a Beatles cartoon didn't want to make me know anything more about the Beatles
0: yeah I was going to say, like, if this is something that you want to do, don't watch the Beatles cartoon, but just listen to their music straight away. I, I only think they, their music only came onto Spotify a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, because I think for the longest time, there was a bit of a ownership issues with the, the Beatles music and there was a whole thing about it. And then all of a sudden, boom, you can find it on all streaming platforms. But yeah, because it was never on Spotify. It only came on Spotify like a couple of years ago, like the whole sort of collection.
1: Yeah, I've, I've never been on Spotify or anything like that. I, but the thing is, music's not my not my um, not really my thing. So if I like a track, I just download it from iTunes, and 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 that's it. Like I don't have like I very rarely download albums. Mm. Like I, I like oh that's a good track. I download that one. But you that's, don't need
0: to do that. That's why Spotify's there. You can listen to it for free. Yeah, but you can't because it costs you like per month. No, it doesn't. But like, I may be spending... Spotify free. If you want premium, then you pay for it. But Spotify is free. How is it free? It just is. Spotify is absolutely free. No. Yes, it is. Spotify premium like is 9 99 a month.
1: So can you listen to it offline?
0: Yeah. On... You can't listen to it offline. But if you're online and you just make an account, you can listen to... It. We're absolutely free. The only thing is that you just have to deal with ads and whatnot. See, Spotify did, is totally free. I did not know that. How do you how could you not know that?
1: Because I'm not into music really. Like like I said, I downloaded. But I'm saying if you download
0: if you're spending money on music where you can listen I, to it for free. Yeah, but I download like a ninety nine P track once a month, maybe less than that. Yeah, but you don't have my thing is you don't have to do that. Because chances are that artists has their music on Spotify. I mean because I, cause I think they get money and paid for the amount of times people stream it. Yeah. So the more you're streamed, the more money you
1: make. I mean, look, this, this is my, my last downloaded music was um, uh, My Girl, which was by, I can't remember who. Temptations. Yeah, Temptations. And I Can't Help Myself by The Four Tops. Ooh La La by The Faces. And then going back to the World Cup and Three Lions.
0: Three Lions is on Spotify. I can
1: guarantee you that for um, absolutely free. Then then before that, which I think was like a couple of years ago, was Something Stupid by Frank Sinatra. That is and, probably
0: on Spotify as well.
1: And again, A Total Eclipse of a Heart by Bonnie
0: Tyler. You're so white. Oh, my God. But you could have listened to that for free on Spotify. With 8,000 adverts. It's free, though. No, but you can listen to a track without. Because I think if you listen to like three tracks, you can listen to three tracks, and then after the after the third, it'll be like a little ten second ad, and then you can listen to it again. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Do you know what? I'm actually gonna have a look into that then because I did, I I thought that it was one of these things and that cost like 50 pounds. Because I pound love
0: Spotify because some of our listeners of yesterday's capers are on Spotify. So shout out to the yesterday's capers listeners who listen on Spotify. Yay!
1: I can listen to it on Spotify.
0: Yeah, that's my podcast, your podcast. They're all available on Spotify. So this is, I can't believe I'm telling you this about Spotify.
1: No, do you know what? It's because all of my mates are saying I I, I pay this much money for Spotify. Yeah,
0: no, they, they pay
1: for Spotify premium.
0: Ah, That's what it is. It's not that they're paying for Spotify itself. Like I know Tidal, Jay-Z's one, you have to pay like outright. Yeah. Apple Music, you have to pay outright. Spotify is like the only free, like music streaming. Okay,
1: yeah, because I have a real problem with anything with a subscription at the moment. So like, like paying for, well, any subscription, I don't like it. I hate it. Yeah. So if I can avoid it, I will. Yeah. Like I don't pay for Apple Music. I don't even pay for Xbox Live anymore. Yeah, you
0: don't have to. That's the whole point. Like Apple Music, I don't yeah, like you Spotify is free. I just couldn't believe can't believe you didn't know that.
1: I didn't. Well no. I'm you glad know. you told me I'll download it.
0: Well if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> so uh there you go. And I think um hmm. Should I tell listeners what my favorite beatles album songs are because i i i feel like if i do then i know i'm gonna change but uh hmm.
1: well at the moment what's your favorite album of the beatles
0: yeah probably rubber soul because of the amount of amazing songs on there so like norwegian wood this bird has flown it's such a great song
1: i mean you could literally say anything Michelle, and i'll believe yeah, you it was a beatles Michelle,
0: song. that's another really really good song I'm looking through you girl in my life which you might you probably know that song no I've got the Bon Jovi song in my head now. In places, Bon yeah. Jovi
1: another better band than, uh, than the Beatles
0: no they're not no they're not not even close not even close if you'd have said Rolling Stones then okay but like Bon Jovi do me a favour come on man Bon Jovi, great even, band even even um, Van Halen is better than Bon Jovi and Chicago, they're much better than Bon Jovi. What about Guns N' Roses? Yeah, Guns N' Roses are decent. Yeah. I think the only band, in my opinion, that came close to the level of the Beatles was Stone Roses. Stone That's Roses? It. Yeah. Really, Stone Roses. That 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 had the quality and the, the level. And You're I don't so- just say that because I'm a United fan. But like, yeah, the Stone Roses.
1: I, I think it's hard. I think it's hard to say, like, I mean obviously
0: And I think Stone Roses were the one that really catapulted Britpop Pop and took it to Yeah.
1: That. But I just, it's hard to it's hard to to um uh to measure, isn't it? Obviously like popular culture has to have like a, a say in it, but then it's just strange that some people don't like this sort of thing and some people do. Very mm. peculiar thing about human behaviour, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, that might be a good place to uh, bring the uh, podcast to an end. And yes, this is the last podcast of uh, 2019. I just want to say thank you so much for everyone who's listened, everyone who's been a part of it. So that's you, producer Paul, Chris over in America, everybody who's been involved in this, everybody who's listened, everybody who sent a message... Everybody who's tweeted me, who's liked my posts on all of the socials, whoever's listened to it or downloaded it from across the world, five continents, 10 countries. It's a worldwide thing. And hopefully it will continue to grow in 2020. And there'll be more and more listeners, more and more people involved hopefully when we'll get more in the way of panels and guests and things like that. And it's something that I'm always working on. So I'm always working on it. And even though that we'll probably have a little break for Christmas, I'll probably still be on the grind and making sure that I bring the very, very best podcast for you guys. And uh, yeah, I just, just again, a massive, massive thank you. To everyone who's been involved, and hopefully you will stay involved in 2020, and we will together we'll keep on growing and we'll make this bigger and and even better. So um yeah, so if you want to follow on the socials, on Insta, I'm at yesterday's capers one on Twitter, it's yesterday capers. I'm on Insta at Abdullah underscore Molim. Twitter, it's all one word, Abdullah Molim. So you can follow there. You can send me messages. You could holler. And uh, yeah, the podcast is available on all podcast platforms. So make sure that you're downloading it. Make sure that you're writing comments because I see those comments and every comment, good, bad, whatever, I'll appreciate it so uh please do that please like share subscribe all of that and uh total boxing content yeah total boxing
1: content we've uh we've had a break now obviously all the boxing's finished for this year but we'll be up and running again in the new year uh catch up it's uh total boxing content wherever you get your podcast from and at boxing tbc on twitter awesome awesome
0: awesome and uh Yeah, so whatever it is that you happen to be celebrating, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it may be, I hope it's a brilliant one and uh, we'll be back in the new year with brand new episodes of Yesterday's Capers. The not the Beatles ones.